0: The Gray Lady, a small restaurant in the Lower East Side of New York City. It seems like your typical seafood restaurant and bar, but there's a special item on the menu: lionfish.
1: It's a lot like a red snapper, uh, white, flaky, mild fish. A uh, little bit of buttery, buttery taste to it.
0: This is Ryan Chadwick, owner of The Gray Lady, and the founder of the only lionfish distribution company in the United States. Chadwick started the business not just because the fish tastes great, but because it's an invasive species. Native to Southeast Asia, lionfish became popular in aquariums in the 1980s. Occasionally, pet owners released them off the coast of Florida, where they took hold. Thirty years later, they've been spotted all the way up to the coast of Long Island. They've been able to thrive in the Atlantic waters for so long because they eat almost every smaller fish, and they have no known predators. But
1: they're getting quite large. They eat a lot. They grow large fast bad for us because of the, how big these fish are and the quantity of food that we are eating every day, but it also makes for a nice filet in a restaurant.
0: By eating them, customers enjoy delicious fish and also take out a nasty predator. Ryan and his business partner, Charlie Gliwa, have come up with dozens of different dishes to suit any type of taste.
1: Everything, From yeah. From fried whole head on, you know, to
2: pan seared, yeah. to uh, tacos, uh, ceviche, stew. I mean, every kind of fish dish that you could try it in, they've, they've tried it in.
0: However, catching them is not so simple. Meet Andy Lowe, a lionfish hunter.
2: My name is Andy Lowe. started lionfishhunting.com, and I've just been trying to educate and inform people on lionfish hunting. It's best done on scuba gear. Nowadays, uh, we've hunted a lot of the shallower ones, so we're usually diving anywhere from 60 to 120 feet. They don't usually bite a hook in line, so we have to spear them. And then, because they have venomous spines, we have to be very careful handling them. The sting is very painful. Um, I have seen grown men curled in the fetal position crying, wanting <laughs> to cut their arm off because they got stung on <laughs> their hand.
0: If this sounds bonkers to you, don't worry. Ryan and Charlie agree.
1: It's really time-consuming. It's expensive. That's dangerous.
0: So why would anyone want to get into this business? For Chadwick, it was motivated by his time spent in the Bahamas. While he was there, someone offered him some lionfish and told him the fish's story, and he saw an opportunity.
1: I loved it, but then I realized there was no way to to source the fish, because there was no wholesale fisheries that sold it at the time. So we kind of had to backtrack and create our own fishery, and that's how Norman's Lionfish was born.
0: Still, their motivation sometimes confused me once I heard about the insane things they used to do, and still do, to keep the business running.
1: We first started with bringing up coolers from the Bahamas filled with lionfish on the commercial planes.
2: Ubering lionfish through New York City to other restaurants. And yeah. I'd have to tell the Uber Rush guy to be careful and not prick himself, but... Um. You know, we're Venmoing divers uh, just so we can get them paid right away,
1: and Western Union money, I mean, it's, it's crazy.
0: Despite now having accounts with 15 restaurants, several wholesalers, and even Whole Foods, they haven't been able to turn a profit.
2: We don't live in Florida. We're based in New York City. We run this business via our cell phones. I mean, I've never been deeper than like 10 feet in the water before. Hopefully, at some point, they'll make economic sense and make money, because we can't be able to
1: bankroll it forever.
0: Luckily, Ryan and Charlie are full of ideas on how to improve their business, trying to expand into new avenues to reduce waste.
1: Bone broth uh, for lionfish, like a homemade lionfish dip, smoked lionfish pate.
0: While Ryan and Charlie are hopeful that their business is doing good, it's hard to say for sure.
2: I mean, we don't have any hard numbers, but um, we definitely hear from divers that they have to go deeper and deeper to find them. I don't think they're making that big of an impact just because you know we are only doing a few hundred pounds a week Um, but it's more than nothing and it's kinda the awareness I think that is it's driving more than anything
0: I also asked a scientist doctor Maya McGuire if she agreed with their assessment she talked about a bunch of different things that people are doing in Florida to get the lionfish out including something called a lionfish rodeo where people go out and try to catch as many lionfish as they possibly can for a competition that can reduce the the local population of lionfish. It is also possible that the lionfish are just moving into deeper habitats. We do know that lionfish have been reported in water a thousand meters deep, so we know they're capable of surviving uh, at depth. The feeling seems to be that those efforts can help on a local scale, but they need to be continual. If you do a collection and then you stop for a few months, the lionfish can reappear. Both Dr. McGuire and the restaurateurs know that the solution lies in being able to catch many more lionfish at one time. The consensus is that that there is hope. Um, It would be in the development of a lionfish-specific trap. And there are a number of groups working on developing these lionfish traps, And, and they're all at various stages and with varying degrees of success. Some researchers have also been working on a robot that can tell that a lionfish is a lionfish and then vacuum it up. In the meantime, though, hope lies in word-spreading about Norman's lionfish. This is one lucky problem where the solution really is to eat your feelings. For ScienceLine, this is Nell Durfee.